Welcome to the Waitressing to Wealth podcast, the podcast to gain actionable tips, learn how to build your wealth, and gain inspiration from real and relatable guests on how they've built theirs. I'm your host, Jolene Stone, a money coach. I started my journey out waitressing and $200,000 in debt. I was able to build my wealth and become debt-free in just three years. Your journey to wealth starts now. Okay, so my guest here today is Elena. She is a social media manager and strategist in LA, hence her username on Instagram being that girl from LA. She helps women business owners dominate the online space in their niche with magnetic content that converts and has a customized strategy. Welcome, Elena. How are you? Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited. I'm great. How are you? Good, good. So let's hop into it. So I know about your story, but I would love for you to tell our listeners about your story and then also how you got started in the online space. Of course. So um, I was actually always like passionate about psychology and like really, you know, I've been always intuitive and observant. I feel like even when I took some marketing classes in college, um, I just kind of fell in love with like marketing and it's about combining psychology and business that was really intriguing for me. And I was really enjoying looking behind the scenes on how people do their ads and, and it was just so intriguing to me. And I was actually also waitressing at the time. So I would be in college all day until 8 p.m. And then I would come to my job and, you know, waitress up until like 2 a.m. sometimes. So it was really crazy. But yeah, that was back in New York when I was living just a couple years ago. And then finally, I was able to, you know, move to LA. I would save enough money to move with my boyfriend. And then we still kind of weren't living our dream life, right? So yeah, we were kind of struggling a little bit at first too. You know, we were stuck at jobs that we really didn't like, you know, and after quarantine hit, I feel like that's when everyone kind of started doing something more with their time. Everyone was just stuck at home. And I was like, okay, I have to do something with my time. So I initially started my business as like a side hustle and slowly, you know, with, with more work being put into it, slowly started getting that traction. And soon enough, you know, I was able to quit that job. I actually turned them into my client, which is so funny to me but yeah and then I was you know able to get booked out and now we're living in this wonderful like dream LA apartment which is like so crazy to me because I remember looking at my vision board back in my old like apartment and just dreaming of this life you know and so crazy to see it actually become a reality so yeah that's an incredible story so from manifesting your move to LA and in that little apartment (laughs) when you were (laughs) staring at your vision board, living in New York, not where you wanted to be. Do you have any tips for manifesting big things when the things might seem so far away? Absolutely. So the funny thing is I actually used to like not even believe in manifestation, which is so funny. But, you know, I was thinking like, how could I possibly get whatever I want? How could I possibly get my dream house and like all this money if I just think about it hard enough, right? But I wasn't really understanding like the concept. So for me, I like what really helped me is, you know, having that vision board and having it always just in the back of my mind, whether it's journaling for some people, whether it's, you know, having that vision board or, you know, saying affirmations or saying those manifestation, like saying it to yourself every day, saying that it'll be a reality. And I mean, I think that really helped me just keeping it in the back of my mind. And even like when we're looking to move to this apartment, sometimes like when we didn't have the, necessarily the budget for it, we would still go into our apartment just to really have that 
that excitement and really, you know, understand that this is possible for you too. And really understanding that it, it can be a reality and then taking those actionable steps as well, you know, taking those imperfect um, steps daily, even if it's something small and slowly working, to, uh, working towards your, those goals. So I love that you did that. And I also just believe that your hard work and working, serving uh, while you went to college taught you a lot. How do you think that it taught you and prepared you for the online space? Yeah, so I was actually working from like as young as 15. I started off working at a supermarket and then I was a waitress. So I think that definitely gave me a really strong work ethic because even if like I saw my parents, like, you know, immigrant parents, they would always, you know, they would kind of struggle, you know, getting jobs and that pay well and really having that whole process with us staying here, you know. So I really saw that strong work ethic from them, which I think really, really kind of set me up to have a really strong work ethic myself. So I definitely was, you know, really determined to have my own money, save up my own money. And I actually did. And I moved out at the age of 18, you know, with my boyfriend. And it just taught me to be independent. And I think that I brought those qualities over to my business and to just this whole online space. And it really helped me, you know, strive to give my clients my best and just really keep myself accountable as well. Amazing. So say that you were just starting out from scratch and getting into social media management, what would you do if you were just starting out today? I love that. So um, I definitely find help as early as possible and have like a basic plan. I'm a total planner. So for me, having a plan is really, really important, even if it's not like a step-by-step, like this is what I do and that's my road to success. At least have like an outline, you know, by next month, I want to do this. Maybe have one client or, you know, in in six months, I want to have, you know, an assistant, whatever it is for you. Just have a really, really basic like roadmap essentially and then just you know look for help especially if you're just starting out maybe you don't know how to do Instagram super well yet maybe you're not super good at designing or you need a website or you know you need a coach or someone to help you get more clients it's really great to invest in someone as early as possible because you know I didn't do that and for three (laughs) months literally I was struggling to get you know clients and I didn't make any money so then I finally invested in a course which really helped me kind of kickstart everything so those two things are definitely my my top, I would say. Yeah, those are great tips. Absolutely great tips. So since you always work in social media, I would love to know your best tip for creating more than consuming, because I know we can all get into those scrolling hours and hours and hours. So what would be your best tip for that? Absolutely. So I think for me, it's really, really easy to get caught up in that as well, especially since TikTok came out, you just scroll and scroll for hours. It's crazy. It's a whole thing. But um, for me, I definitely love not having any of the notifications for Instagram turned on, right? So if someone likes it, your your post or something, or if someone goes live or something, all those little notifications are so distracting. So I just completely turn them off except for DMs. And that way I just don't get distracted if I'm sitting not to do work I am way more focused and that really helps me but if you really must you know go on social media you can do that you know afterwards during the evening time or you could just set timers like 30 minutes literally just scroll get some inspiration maybe you need some motivation you know just set timers and I love timers as well for productivity in general like when I sit down to do maybe a strategy for someone I just put on my headphones I put a timer for two hours and I just sit down in my zone and I just do it for two hours so I love timers as well for that yeah Those are great tips. Timers are my best friend as well. (laughs) And like the little limitations on the app, for sure I use those. (laughs) (laughs) So the online space is filled with those overcharging for their services, but we don't often talk about those who might be undercharging. 
for their services. In your experience, do you find it's more common for social media managers to be over or under charging for social media management? Yeah, I, I actually love this question because I definitely agree that, you know, it should be even talked about more, but I definitely see that a lot of people are definitely undercharging. And I was in the same exact boat when I first started as well, because, you know, some people, I feel like we often think that we need like 10 plus years of experience. We need, you know, to have all this social proof and all this, um, past you know clients to to show for it but sometimes we kind of underestimate ourselves and for that reason we undercharge so I used to literally charge like almost nothing until I work with a coach and she's like why are you charging so low and she like made me raise my prices and the funny thing that I found with that is when you raise your prices the right clients come to you right so for me at least you know when I was charging lower I would get super like demanding clients and they would expect so much out of you and when I raise my prices I position myself as more you know capable authority and all that good stuff the right clients came to me without me even you know pitching anyone for like hours and hours and they were happy to pay my prices and they were happy to work with me and it was such a better relationship when it comes to clients so I definitely think that you know if someone is struggling with this, just write down all of your experiences, like really understand what it is about you that makes you unique and what you, you actually bring to the table. And that way you can justify the price. Maybe you want to sit down and do calculations, how much work you actually put into things. And then it'll really start to make sense when it comes to the price. So that's great. And that could be applied to so many different industries too. Showing your expertise oh, yeah. and showing what you've done in the past too. And all are great ways to increase your value and your prices as well. So I know that you've gotten such incredible results with your clients. So what do you believe is the key to all of that success? Totally. So for me, I definitely think that it comes with like evolving and learning, learning something every day. For me, I had to learn a little bit about design and really producing better quality, you know, graphics for my clients, learning new trends and consistently testing out new strategies. And that can be, you know, for any industry, maybe as a coach, you want to learn new coaching tactics or whatnot. So as long as you continue working on yourself and, you know, developing yourself first that's what really you know is going to help you really evolve your business as well you start getting more clients you start you know maybe offering new services but aside from that I also think that it's important to acknowledge your weaknesses maybe you know we can't be good at everything so if there's something that you just hate doing like content creation or engagement or something hire an engagement specialist right it'll save you so much time stress and you can really use that time towards getting more clients or learning or improving yourself so yes I totally agree. 100%. Getting help is so key. And then always improving is going to help your business as well. So I would love to know also what's the best part about what you do. And then maybe the worst thing if there is one. <laughs> totally. So I definitely think that the worst part sometimes can be like, holding myself accountable I guess because like when you you know even when you come from previous work experience you always have a boss you have a schedule you have requirements that you are aware of and when you own your own business it's kind of like you're your own boss like you make the schedule if you don't show up that day no one's gonna yell at you so you really have to like hold yourself accountable when it comes to that and certain days I'm just like feeling so demotivated but I still have to get up I still have to do the thing so definitely you know remembering my why really helps with that just remembering you know that I 
do help people. I help, you know, clients and I really work on their business that do have responsibilities. So that's definitely something that I sometimes I struggle with, but I feel like it's everyone. Sometimes it's like, sometimes we wake up and we're not super motivated, but the best part is definitely being able to work for myself. It's kind of a double-edged sword. I feel like yeah. I'm working from home, you know, with my boyfriend, which is amazing. He's also working from home, making my own schedule, my own um, offers as well. So just kind of like the, the freedom to work on your business and do whatever you want, you know, set the prices, create all the, all the branding and stuff is such a fun thing for me because I'm a total planner and I also love being creative as well. So yeah, besides that, you know, the money doesn't hurt as well. So <laughs> I love, um, you know, I was, I, I also am like looking to hire my first team member right now. So I just love being able to provide that opportunity for others, being able to get experience and, you know, provide jobs, essentially. I think it's such a wonderful thing. So yeah, those are all incredible things. And then yes, totally such a double-edged sword when you don't have the accountability <laughs> of like a boss yeah. or someone to hold you accountable. <laughs> it can be so hard totally. sometimes. So do you have any tips for our listeners regarding your finances maybe something that you wish you learned sooner or anything like that definitely um, my biggest tip is definitely start early I'm not sure exactly you know the age range of this podcast but I definitely even you know even like 20s 30s 40s like start early if you still don't have you know a retirement account or anything like that definitely recommend it. I even opened my first credit card when I was 18. As soon as I turned 18, I went to the bank, I opened it. And ever since then, I really tried to, you know, save money. And we're, we're still saving a lot of money with my boyfriend as well. And we're on track to actually buy a house next year, which is so exciting. And we're still like super young, which is so mind blowing to me. But yeah, definitely, I would say don't try not to spend money on, you know, stupid things like a brand new car, like our first car was literally just an old Chevy. And we just paid it in full for like four, $4,000. And we didn't have that crazy debt hanging over our heads. But definitely what I wish I knew sooner is educating myself more on about different um, investing and retirement accounts because we're just getting into that now. Like the 401k, Roth IRA, all that good stuff. Definitely just learning more about that and starting to invest early as well because of the growth that you could potentially get. Those are such good tips. So I know all about your business bundle and your templates, but I would love for you to tell our listeners a little bit more about them, how they can access them and all of the details. Absolutely. So I love, uh, I really wanted to create really valuable yet affordable resources for entrepreneurs, especially because when I first started, I didn't have a whole lot of money. So uh, I definitely have a quite a range of digital products. I actually have a Canva template pack for like a hundred of them so that it could help you, you know, save time when you're creating content. So I have my ultimate script Bible, which really helps you, you know, talk to potential prospects in the DMs. And then there's like a whole sales call script. So it's really seamless and easy. And then I also got my business bundle with like my signature content creation process some spreadsheets and like just a bunch of more fun stuff. So yeah, all of those can be found on our website. It's firstlymarketing.com firstly with a one instead of an I. So yeah. Amazing. I will leave all the links in the show notes so our listeners can grab those Thank you so much awesome. for being on this podcast. It was such a Thank pleasure to so have much. you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Waitressing to Wealth podcast. To support the show and show your gratitude, we would be so happy if you shared it with your friends and tagged us on Instagram at Jolene Stone. Subscribe so you never miss a valuable episode.